1313. Have you messed up the 23 yet writing it down? I, the very first day back at work, I wrote 2022 on pretty much everything. <laughs> However, invoices are all dated well because I was just so conscious because yeah. I was like, I'm going to mess this up. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we're like, we're into it now. This is our second episode of... 2023. Yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> and I only shared those stats with you recently. I forgot to. I, I forgot to look at the Spotify Wrapped. Yeah, we. Yeah, uh, the, the stats are quite good. Yeah. we're doing. We're doing well. Happy with them. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we thanks to all the it. listeners. Obviously, we appreciate. It. I stole yeah. your story as well. I hope you saw that. I did not yet. Yeah, I tagged you and said I stole this from Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> at least I gave you credit. <laughs> at least I gave you credit. Um, how was your week so far? Well, it's Monday. Um, How was your last week? I actually did a bit of work yesterday being Sunday because I was like, I had a really weirdly productive Sunday. And while I was in the zone, I was like, I'm just going to open my laptop and I'm going to actually get Monday's to-do list started. I was going to say, do you you believe in that? Setting an hour aside on a Sunday to get Monday ready? Not really, because I'd love to say yes and I'm so productive Mm. all the time. But no, this is like a once in a blue moon where I just feel productive of a Sunday evening and I just was like, I'm going to just crack into it. And then I got into into the zone and today was like way less hectic because of it. Do you know? I actually got stuff done and I had some like emails scheduled. No, because then if I say it, I'll make myself feel guilty on a Sunday if I don't do it. Okay. And then this Mondays, the Sunday fear will be worse because I'd be like, oh, tomorrow's Monday. Oh, I didn't get my to-do list done for Sunday. Fair. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Whereas I feel like it's kind of like, you know, when you're in a different country or a different time zone for a bit yeah. and you're ahead of like all your clients time-wise. It's like that lovely bubble of time where like you're not getting emails and no one's expecting you to be you working. So you get loads of work done. So that's how I felt yesterday evening. I was like, I'm getting loads of work done and like... I'm not getting distracted by emails yeah. coming in or a call in like five minutes time. It was great. Nice. Yeah. I made a YouTube video yesterday. Nice. I actually saw you said you're getting back into the old YouTube. Yeah, leaning way more into it, which is great. Um, it's hilarious. I did a three minute video, took four hours to do. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, do you not find it very labor intensive, like time intensive? Yes, but you have to. I That's know. just the game. It's just the way it is and sooner or later stuff will start working and start moving and yeah. you just have to keep going because then again, I'm also honing my skills for me. Well, yeah, that's true. I'm not, I don't have a client brief. I'm not being hunted or looked at by over my shoulder what's happening here. I'm literally sitting down and doing it myself. You're doing it for you, And yeah. working it out for myself. And yeah, that could be I'm fun happy too. with that, to be honest. Yeah. I like this way I'm doing it, like this way I got into it for me, like, you know what I mean? And then 100%, the yeah. commercial side just took over because I have to pay rent, like. Well, do you see, that's it. Like, you are a content creator first well, you were a content creator yeah. person, obviously. I know you're like, yep. well, I also need to I make some money here. Feed my children. <laughs> oh, yes. My two ch- yeah, yeah. children and my, my wife. Child. And me. <laughs> but um, this is what it is. Do you know, yeah. As you said, content creator first, that you get a tattoo. That's it. Content creator first. Easy. Oh, my God. Tattoo. If you do, I'll, uh, yeah, that's that's. And get your cringe. signature. <laughs> Cringy cringe. Um, I, yeah, I'm actually going to throw myself into content creation next week. Nice. So this week is like, Kind of, well, I suppose the first couple of weeks were like planning for my academy and courses and teaching. And then I'm like, now I want to like, I want to go into content creation. So I'm going to actually trial a few different channels and Mm -hmm. then just see. Because I think like, I know we've spoken about niches before, but I want to just like throw a lot of different things out there and then just see what sticks. Because it's so hard now to predict. Like, I know there's obviously strategists that listen to this this podcast as well it's really hard to predict what content and media types we're going to really be focusing on for the next like six months because reels have taken a bit of a backseat in terms of reach in terms of like explore in terms of 
all of that. And it seems that like kind of statics carousels are coming back when it comes to Instagram. So it's an interesting one. Like there's waves. So I think like when you are content planning, it is quite difficult to really say for sure. Do you what's think? Do you think happen. Instagram reacted to TikTok doing the carousels? Well, they reacted to people being like, "We want more pictures." Yeah, and I think it's more that they like they've admitted they've gone too far. Mm. Like they they got so f- focused on TikTok that they lost, they started to lose. And we've said this multiple times. They focused way too much on this, you know, shiny toy that was doing so well and everybody wanted. And they were like, how can we just be them but be called Instagram? And they're, and that's the thing. They started to lose numbers. They started, the reach was going down. Like people were getting frustrated. So they had to react. Mm-hmm. So now like you'll see, and I've actually seen some content creators say like why I've stopped using reels, why I've stopped doing this. So like it's interesting and I'm not saying don't post reels. I'm not saying reels are out for 2023 at all because we all know they they can be really good for your brand. They will generally reach the majority of your followers. Like they're quite good for that kind of thing. But are they the be all end all only sole thing you should focus on Instagram? I don't think so. No, which is good. Yeah. We're kind of coming, yeah, coming we're coming back around like yeah. yeah. And just with that Instagram updating its UI so the shopping tab to disappear. I know. I saw and that like, last week I saw him announce it. But you know what? Like I work with a lot of e-commerce brands and a lot of them use Instagram shopping and a lot of them get traction from shopping, but it's not from people tapping on the the shopping, the shopping tab like. because it's too like the functionality of it is clunky like you go to the shop tab and then it kind of shows you shops from brands you follow or potential brands that you might like but it's not user friendly like it's not this really nice experience that's like you know here's some outfits here's some clothes based that on you what you've like. interacted with yeah, yeah. it's very much like here's like three main brands that you always interact with here is their shop whereas like what I find when I look at things like product taps, when I look back at like uh, analytics, back into Commerce Manager, looking at like how people interact with your shop, it's usually things like product taps from picture, but it's mostly stories. So like you still obviously need your shop integrated, mm. but do people browse your actual shop on your page or do they browse I, yeah. the shopping tab? No. I think I've done three times I've tapped that shop thing. It's probably mostly by mistake. Uh, well, yeah, probably. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. not like, oh, I want to shop today. Yeah, yeah. Let me go it's in not the first here. Thing you think of. Yeah, so I would like it's taking up a, a piece of amazingly valuable real estate on the Instagram yeah. interface. So they're just like, get rid of it, bring back the create button. It's not focused on reels, reels, reels as much anymore. Like we want to still bring in that creator yeah. mode. So yeah. yeah, that's why. And. It was a pain in the ass trying to find that create button. Like I was like, in the templates. Remember, I text you going, where yeah. is the template thing gone? But you have to go into your physical profile to create know, a post. Otherwise, ridiculous. it just naturally creates. Like you have to go into your profile to say, this is exactly what I want to create. Otherwise, it just defaults to like a standard yeah. post. <laughs> but look, they're coming around. They're coming they around. They're coming around. So yeah, 2023 is the yeah, year that, baby. Yeah, that Instagram's like, oh, shit. We we made a mistake, guys. We're coming back. Do you think people back. are still watching Twitter? Say that again? Do you think people are still watching Twitter? Are they still kind of caring? Do people care anymore? Oh, I think Twitter is still like... Twitter is very much alive in a conversational way, in a promotional branding way, 
not so much not a beans don't see a lot of ads there and I know obviously it is still a good piece of like it's a good platform to advertise from mm-hmm. a brand awareness point of view because people still use it for conversation but I find that a lot of the ads that I'm seeing there are really ill fitted when it comes to what I'm looking at yeah. like it could be even in a thread of like this kind of guy on a rant and then there's just like Bank of Ireland begin yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know yeah, Ulster Bankers it. closing down yeah, and you're like yeah. oh this is absolutely nothing to do with what I'm looking yeah, at yeah. so relevancy not so great however like I still feel like it's alive from a conversational point of view like people are still very much there but yeah. not from a not really expecting brands to interject. Like promoting, yeah. yeah. I see a lot of guys I follow, a lot of, well, a lot of people, a lot of creators I follow who do threads, like you said. Yes. And that, it's class. It's just yeah. like different threads and or different like ideas of threads. Or it's like a statement. Yeah. It's like a kind of a statement, like a quote that they're creating or yeah. like almost like they're creating a meme with a tweet. Mm-hmm. And people use that then for their own content. Like they post it as an actual Instagram post, their yeah. Twitter like post. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's I like that a look. I, I do. Yeah. We've always said that we like that aesthetic. Uh, but Twitter invites businesses to sign up for verification for organizations, so you get a gold tick. The gold tick, yeah, which is cool. It is, but I mean, it's just a shame that money, they money, absolutely money. made a, a disaster Bollocks. of the last verification. What's interesting here with this one is, it's going to provide a gold mark, and then what you can do is, um. If you want to keep your business verified, you'll eventually have to sign up uh, for the program, sorry, which will also see your brand logo added to employee accounts approved by you. So the employee will get the, the tick yeah. and your logo, your brand logo. So mm-hmm. like, you know, let's say you, it'd be your name, the MGFD logo and the little gold tick. The gold tick, yeah. So that's kind of, it's... Money-wise, it's smart. It's a marketing term for them to say all oh, employees and employees might say, oh, we want to get the tick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like I think they're they trying to be a little LinkedIn-y with that. Oh, they are. Yeah, no. Yeah, they are. Um, LinkedIn is free, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> There's not really verification on LinkedIn, which I appreciate. Yeah. It's like, it's just another layer that doesn't need to be there. There's yeah. already a niche market on it. Leave them you alone. Don't, you, like, we could be jinxing the whole thing now, but you don't see too much spam on LinkedIn as in the no. style of... But I told you about the time things. I was almost scammed on... Instagram or on LinkedIn. Did no, I? No. Okay. Did you? Go I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Either way, <laughs> throwback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just retell the story. So, oh, what was it again? There was like somebody got hacked and I went on the. No, I need to get like the full details of this because, <laughs> no, because I posted something on LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh, the two-factor authentication, I think it was. That somebody got hacked on Instagram. Let me know that they got hacked, but it was actually their LinkedIn that was um, compromised. So somebody had hacked their LinkedIn page and then hacked their password and they happened to be using the same email and password for Instagram. So their Instagram account got hacked, right? And then I put it up on um, LinkedIn and everywhere to say, everyone, please switch on two-factor authentication mm-hmm. on LinkedIn because, you know, people are... The thing is, like, if you are if you have any antivirus um, software on your computer, on your device, I would highly recommend it because it will let you know if your email or your password is using the dark web. So I can go on the dark web and buy your email address and potentially buy three passwords that could be yours and then I can use that information and try to hack into as many things as possible. Which is like, 
like I've gotten emails where it's like or messages from I use McAfee saying like my email has been used or is now on the dark web so then I have to go to every single thing that I'm logged into on that email to make sure that I change all the passwords because like anything your email address can kind of show up anywhere but it's the passwords that you need to protect so anyway basically that's and what they do and does it tell you the passwords that are affiliated yeah they tell email. you the passwords yeah okay so um so yes, so 100% like I always say like in your devices you can push the passwords that you use into antivirus software and then it always crawls the dark web to make sure that your information isn't being used yeah, or a, sold a, on the dark point. web. Do you have an affiliate link? No, so I should though. <laughs> God damn it, I should. Um, but um, sorry, so their information was taken from their LinkedIn, LinkedIn. using Instagram. So I put up a post on everywhere and then I put it on LinkedIn to say, everyone, please switch on your two-factor authentication because there is somebody that I know who got hacked on Instagram. They can't get their account back and they know it was LinkedIn that basically was the cause of it Mm -hmm. because their LinkedIn was compromised. So then this person messaged or commented on my post saying, tell them to find these guys on Instagram. They're really good at um, at helping people who get their, to, to get their mm-hmm. accounts back. So I went to her profile. She worked at Amazon. She looked really legit. She had connections and all of that. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much for the advice. Went onto Instagram and it was basically like this holding page that had like all of the, the social media logos all over their posts being like, you know, here's like a tip for not being hacked, la 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 la. And it had like a thousand uh, followers and it like, it looked legit. So I was about to message them on Instagram. And then I went, I was like, hang on a second. Bit strange. Mm. Something in my gut, I was like, like the pictures were fine, but like they still weren't like high quality posts. And I get like, if you're in the service-based industry or if you're like in a hacking-based industry or coding, you're not going to be like, oh, an aesthetic Instagram Mm -hmm. feed. There was just something about it that I was like, hmm. So I went into the followers of the page and it was like all, it looked like all bot accounts, like nothing looked legitimate and their link on their Instagram even looked strange. And I was like, there's something fishy here. So then I went back to her LinkedIn page and I went to her activity. So you know the way on LinkedIn, you Mm -hmm. can see recent activity and all of her comment, all of her activity was basically commenting finding people like that have said things like Instagram hack la 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 and commenting pretty much the exact same thing so then I was like this girl is not a real employee like this is all her activity is just recommending this one Instagram Mm -hmm. account or she got hacked and they took over the page and using her profile as in literally all of her connections were like not even like in her country she said she was in. Okay, okay, okay. So basically she's just been like building this profile and it's not probably not even a her. It's probably like oh, yeah. a hacker a that have found like a new way because on LinkedIn your trust levels are much higher, right? Like if you see someone, like I don't even know was I connected to her. Maybe I was connected to her. She could have been a second connection at the time. I have screenshots. I've got receipts somewhere. But um yeah, and I just remember like looking at her profile and thinking it was like legit from mm-hmm. the start and then digging deeper. 
found that obviously it's part of a scam. So like people will find, you know, on LinkedIn that someone will say like, you know, I'm I'm so devastated. My account has been hacked. They're looking for money. And then this person from Amazon reaches out to say, hey, hey people. you know, this has happened to my friend yeah. of mine. They reached out to these guys on Instagram. They're great. Then you would you would kind of naturally trust that a little bit more. And then you go on to Instagram. You probably fill out a form, give them your details. And then Get they're like, up. absolutely, we'll get that up for you. Look, we'll do you a deal because this person, you know, recommended you. So we'll do it for maybe like 200, 300 quid. And then there you go. You know, like this is what I mean. So it's like, it's like this spider web of deceit and like hacking and spam and just how you can, how you can get tricked, you know? Yeah, especially the older generation as well. It's not fair for them. Like, you know, I I bet I I wish Unpost would have just would just feck off with their spammy, like the spam on post. That's like, we have a package yeah, and you yeah, owe yeah. money on it. And like, older people are going to get that text and be like, oh, sure, that's probably Mary sending yeah, me stuff yeah, there yeah, from yeah. Australia. But the, the trick is, supposedly, mm-hmm. um, if it says we have a parcel for you or a package, they never say that. On post, always say item. So the texts... And the emails, whatever it is, say package or parcel, and Unpost never say that. It's always item. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I got a, I got a customs one. I, I bought a hat or something from the States. Yeah. And they were like, um, I got the customs email, I have to pay like five or four euro VAT or something. I was yeah. like, is this fucking real now or not? Like, but what Jules said to do is take the tracking number that's given in that email, go to Unpost website and put the tracking number into their website and if it pops up, then it's obviously legit. Smart. Like. I just suppose for like maybe an older person who's a little bit exactly. more, you know, yeah. a little bit like more, what is it? Like less kind of savvy yeah, to yeah, it yeah, maybe? Yeah. 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 That, that, that trust it, automatically trust and go, yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's on post, sure. Yeah, They're exactly. not going to scam me. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Uh, my mom sends me emails and she sends me text messages. Is this real? Yeah, like yeah. At least twice a day or twice. How a, do I block this number? Now, to be fair, my parents. Yeah, I've taught them like how to, like how to block a number. Like if it rings you and it looks like if it's like Tunisia yeah, or something, yeah. I'm like, here's how you block that number for good. Um. So yeah, they're they're very savvy. They're very wise in fairness. Yeah. Meta shutting down its Creator Studio page management app. I know, and you know what? That explains all of the issues that people have been having with Creator Studio. Mm-hmm. But Meta Business Suite, or yeah, Meta Business Suite, it has like improved yeah. a yeah, yeah, lot, yeah. like a lot. Like using it on your desktop, um, it's like I I quite like it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty I much a much, to be honest. It's pretty much a like for like, but it gives you good statistics. Like it will give you a good report if you have your like Instagram and Facebook pages, and mm-hmm. you need to like whip up a quick report of like top content, yeah, month over month, la la la. Um, but Creator Studio has been very glitchy for a long time now, and sure, there you go. They're they're abandoning it, and yeah. that is why. Been and gone. Um, the what was I going to say to you? The did you get the, the schedule on the in the reels yet? No, I got. We have it on Content King. As in, but it's it should be that you can you can schedule everything. Yeah. Well, yes, it's in the more options. But I just went to grab con- my phone to do it I there. Know, yeah. Sure, my phone's it's recording. In, um, it's in. We have it on Content King, but we don't have it on anything else. I think. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited handy. that yeah. Super handy. It's just like I suppose it's just handy to have scheduling within app. Yeah. You know, it's just as I said to you because I saw it on Matsu Call as well. I saw the um, LinkedIn have it, yeah, which is super yes. handy. Like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. hells yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, we had a chat about Chat GPT, the AI, yes. And 
it's happened. A lot of people, a lot of creators are now jumping on it. I think it's worth a conversation to have because it's now Zapier has said, has approved integration with it. Okay. So, like, the idea would be to Notion, say, write down five ideas, five marketing ideas, viral marketing ideas yeah. in Zapier or in your Notion. You'll click it. It will send it to Zapier. will then send that to ChatGBT. ChatGBT will give you the ideas and put that back into your Notion. So it's it's taking off. But the thing is, and a, a few people made the point is, what's going to happen in the next year is the content game is going to become so mediocre and so filled and over oversaturated with just mediocre content because it's literally someone just typing yeah. any 10 posts and there's nothing original whatsoever. Yeah. And we spoke about it yes, last, we did. last week saying yeah. you need to be personal, you need to show your face you need mm-hmm. to, and like it's more than ever you need to show your face and you be behind the business yeah. who you are what you stand for you because you need to post like, original content. In the next three months it's going to get so bad. Now there's definitely ways to it will help. I honestly believe there's definitely ways to it will help the, the, the AI and stuff but just I guarantee even I'm getting newsletter emails now I'm seeing I'm like did a human write that? Yeah. Have you seen that at all? Like there's threads on Twitter and stuff but I've got 100% them as well. I'm like, it's, but like I said that even just things like you'll see a lot more authors coming out self-published books e-books because yeah, yeah. they're like oh I can just get this AI to write it for me and then I'll fill in the blanks and mm-hmm. make it a bit more personal to me. It's just like, that's what I'm saying about like original content. Are we going to become like, are, are we going to become like, is it going to be like a Google Maps situation where we just forget where we're going? We don't even notice our surroundings. We stop remembering our routing places and we're just so dependent on Google Maps and now we don't even have an internal GPS. Yeah. So is that going to happen to content creators down the line where they depend so much on AI that they forget what it's like to even yeah. to come up with an idea? Well, we're in chat GPT version 3 at the moment, right? And that has taken from 175 billion pieces of content out there. Chat, chat GPT 4 has taken from 1 trillion. But like, isn't that kind of worrying? Because it means that any public content, including yours, including mine, intellectual property, who is yeah. she? You know? They're already doing demos and it can write a 60,000 word book from a single prompt or question. Hate that. I absolutely yeah, yeah. hate that. It's crazy. It's like, it, even just in terms of like, okay, there's intellectual property, but there's also like assignments, college, like essays, original material, yeah, yeah. books, like yeah. how far, even artistry, like how far is this going to go? Are we going to completely lose originality? Yeah. What if somebody, you know, turns to AI in terms of like digital printing, in terms of even NFTs, and then they just, everyone's like, and you become like a millionaire artist and then everyone's like, and then, you know, comes out that, I used AI for everything. Yeah. It took me five seconds to make this. Yeah. And then you've got painters oh, absolutely bursting yeah. their balls, creating again, pieces it, of work over weeks or months. It has to, you have to, and I'm worried about this answer, but you have to hope that Joe Soap or Jane Soap at home knows the difference. Oh, yeah. They can differentiate the difference in art, but they can't. They like. can't. And also, you won't have people admitting they used AI. No. It's the same thing when, like, someone copies a piece of content, literally copies it. Mm-hmm. And they do not credit the original creator or yeah. they use their own original audio and they don't even have any, you know, track back to the original. Yeah. So, like, it's the same thing. They're not going to be like, 
Oh yeah, I used AI to write this book. Don't buy it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's not going to be that case. Yeah. So, but again, Ugh. will people will there be an AI bot that people will build that will authenticate these things or that will? It's it's so messy. It is it's so messy. Like obviously, I don't know. Like I don't even know. It's it's scaring me because I'm like, are we going to lose authenticity, originality? Well, it, ideas, like, imagination. I, so, Jules, Jules, I have a thing. I have, I have an inner voice. A lot of I don't know. So, like they say, fifty percent don't have an inner, inner monologue of us out there. I do. I don't know about you. I have like fourteen people in my head. But I have one who is, he's the bad guy. Okay. And we call him Brad Wesley in my house. <laughs> this is like right? seven psychopaths it's, in an hour or something. Or what is but, it with you and McGregor? Like, uh, seven psychopaths, right? With Colin Farrell, is it? No, where it's one person. Split is that what it's called? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's his name? Your Brad your Wesley. alter ego, <laughs> Brad Wesley. So he was a villain from an eighties movie we love. Okay. But what it is is that's where I, you've seen him. You've you've met Brad Wesley. Where you'll say something. I like, ah, fuck that because then mm. I go kind of go negative or I just shut it down or whatever it is yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And the Brad Wesley in me saw this and goes, "Ooh, nice." easier work for you like you don't have okay, to you don't yeah, have yeah. to you know and then I thought I, I literally said I was like no because then I literally thought oh nice I'll be able to use this now okay. I, thought, I shouldn't have automatically thought right that'd be much easier for me yeah it's because that what is that like you you lose as you said authenticity you lose the creativity and then yeah but it's the same like, like if you were look if you're somebody who's gotten to the point in in your career where you've just copied everyone you've never been original and you've just spent all of your time ripping off other people's content or ripping off other people's mm. stuff to get where you are. You'll love this too. Yeah. You'll be like, great, this actually saves me this having to like, mecca, like... Yeah, this this is great. I don't have to like rip this person's content off anymore. I can just basically use AI. everyone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instead of like, you know, a hundred people I'm ripping off, mm-hmm. I'm now ripping off billions. So yeah. it's great. But like, you'll also have... So that there is a market for these people. Like there's people who struggle to sit down and write an essay for college and they'll mm-hmm. be like unbelievable I'm just going to use this yeah. tool you know yeah. and I think that's just like as both like an educator and a creator I hate it because you know you've no way of verifying that plagiarism there is obviously plagiarism checkers but yeah. AI writing it and pulling from multiple sources so that it can't come up as plagiarism that's what scares me but usually you'll have reference though you'll have to ask the student for where did you get that reference things won't you well you see there's reference points and then there's like you don't like when you write an assignment you're not writing extracts all the time you're giving like your POV on something Mm -hmm. or you're explaining something and then you're using a resource and a quote to back it up but you still have to write your own material to like in addition to it Mm -hmm. so it's like if I was like you know explain like give your POV on what the metaverse is going to look like in 2030 for example you're going to give your own opinion on it and you're going to write that paper but you're going to provide res- or resources from like Meta's prediction or from like where Oculus is now mm-hmm. or you know from like Bitcoin whatever angle you want to take it from But so if you're making a statement of fact you need to back that up with material because you can't just say like oh Bitcoin is going to be worth this much and you're not you know you don't even yeah, have yeah. a resource or a point of view or a reference point so like, but when you reference something, it's word for word. So AI is obviously going to pull, it's going to pull a sentence together. It's not going to completely 
take a sentence out of a paper written by someone oh, in the yeah, US. Right, so it's gonna it's going to be like, okay, so they wrote it this way, so I'm going to use my AI and write it, but in a different way, pulling from like different variations of that sentence that I find on li- online. Scary. So it's going to be like almost impossible to sense plagiarism when it's going to be that style of writing. Yeah. Yeah. Check out Hey Dominic on Instagram. Um, he's kind of, uh, he's main thing is Instagram. He goes into, delves into Instagram, delves into marketing and all that stuff. I really enjoy yeah. watching his stuff. Uh, but he put an example out there, niche mental health and self-care. And he's going to use ChatGPT for content creation just to see what it does. And the topic is going to be a carousel about anxiety and stress, right? So he put that in. Give me a caris- Give me five uh, ideas for carousel on uh, anxiety and stress. Right. Um, oh, sorry. Two seconds. That's gone. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, sorry. Please write uh, six Instagram posts on carousel about copying, uh, coping with stress and anxiety. And then it goes into one, two, three, four, five, six, and they're very detailed. It's important to remember that it's okay to feel stressed and anxious. These emotions are a normal part of life and can be caused by a variety of factors, the key is to find a healthy way to cope and manage his feelings, right? But what is what is interesting is he goes, right, that's too long for a carousel post. So what he types in is, this is way too long, please cut it to bite-sized short chunks that can be um, added to artwork. And then literally a second later, feeling overwhelmed, you're not alone. Here are some quick tips to managing stress and anxiety. And then exercise isn't just good for your body, it's good for your mental health too. Like it's just, uh, it, it, it literally... Scary. Yeah. Scary. And someone listening to this is going to go, class. Oh, this is what I mean. There's people who are like, oh my God, it's going to save me so much time. I don't have to like be original. I can just rob all this A lot stuff. of businesses will suffer because of this. Yeah. Content creators who are being paid by businesses and they're being paid three, four hundred quid a month. I'm like, ah, this is perfect. Yeah. Get a whole thing done a day for the entire month. Uh, Look, it is what it is. But just be aware when you're seeing a lot of spammy looking, not even spammy, just, I don't even know, you just post you're not going to connect with whatsoever. That's what's going on. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. I must actually look, I I have him here on. He's good. He's very good. And what I love about it is he's a prick about it. He's yeah, like, he know, seems like he's, he's like, like oh yeah, well, his, thanks, his bio says anti-influencer slash guru, so he just doesn't want to be... He, no, he just gives you the facts and he's yeah, questioning yeah, and everything. No which bullshit. I, yeah. I like so he's that. Kind of like, he's not coffeezilla of the Instagram world, but he is just going, what's going on? Like, And yeah, he does yeah, tips yeah. and tricks and they're handy enough. Like, Yeah, cool. Good um, shout so out. So do check him out. Um, awesome. That's it for me anyway. I think that's all the that's news all I have. she wrote. We're busy. We're busy and... We have a lot of plans to go up the country, which is good shooting, which Ooh, is random. Fun. Yeah, travel, travel, which is Yas Queen. <laughs> and I want to, as I said to you, spend more money in my business. <laughs> yes. I need business to owners, business. And, like, spend your money. Because my VAT returns coming in, and I'm like, huh. You know, like, you're huh. always afraid to spend, and then it's it's just not, you need to spend. You need to spend just your need money. Spend. Just spend the money. Just spend the money. Spend the money. And we go for lunch. <laughs> Yeah, let's go for lunch. Class. Thanks everyone for listening, subscribing, Review. reviewing. Thanks Republic of Work, you legends, for sponsoring. Really appreciate it. Everyone enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Oh, oh, oh.